Teen Time Present Podcast On Demand. Log on to podcast.rthk.hk. Teen Time Podcast On Demand. This is the Teen Time Science Blog. I'm Neil Chase. If you have ever watched a movie in 3D, then you will know that it can really enhance the cinema experience. There are also more 3D TVs becoming available so that you can have a 3D experience at home. But does 3D imaging have a place in science? That is what a university in Chicago is experimenting with at the moment and has created a room surrounded by 3D TVs so that when you enter the room, you are surrounded by 3D images all the way around. That is also hooked up to a very smart computer program that can give an all-round 3D experience. The room does fun virtual things like take you on a flying trip over the planet Mars. But the scientists say that it has huge research values too. It could give a completely different way to view ways that drugs could react inside the body or a way to step into the design of a new car without actually building one or understand different weather patterns. The fact that you can be surrounded completely by 3D images creates a whole different perspective. And it looks really fun too. Another use of 3D is in 3D printing. This is one of the big areas of growth in technology at the moment, and one that scientists claim all of us will be using in a few years' time. Unlike two-dimensional printing on paper, 3D printing builds up layer by layer to build a three-dimensional object. So far, these have only been relatively small plastic or polymer-based objects, but medical researchers are hoping to use 3D printing techniques to build up replacement body organs. So, with the right genetic information, the 3D printer could actually create a new kidney, heart, or liver, so that it could replace a diseased one in the body. There is still a lot of research and development to be done, but 3D printing could eventually revolutionize medicine. Generating power from fusion technology has been the dream of scientists for decades. Fusion is the way that our sun generates power, and unlike fission reactors. Fusion generates power by bonding molecules together, as opposed to splitting them. The result is minimal radioactive waste and the potential for cheap electricity generation. But the problem of making this happen has frustrated scientists for a long time. However, scientists in California claim to have developed ways that fusion could be commercially viable and that it might be able to happen in the next ten years. Promises like this have been made many times in the past, and so we can only hope that the potential of cheap fusion power might actually be realized this time. Insects and bees are crucial to our life here on Earth. Without insects to pollinate flowers and fruit, then our food supply would be greatly reduced. You may see bees buzzing around over our flowers, seeking out pollen. But have you ever thought why bees visit some flowers but not others? The answer may be in electric charges. 
New research from the UK suggests that bees can somehow identify the electric fields that surround flowers and plants. The charge surrounding flowers is tiny, and you will never sense it. But bees appear to be able to feel this electric charge and to use it to identify which flowers have been visited recently and which ones have not. If the flower has a higher charge, then it probably hasn't been visited recently, and so should have more pollen for the bee, and that benefits the flower too. The human race is the most successful species on planet Earth. It is also the most irresponsible one too, as we don't care for the planet as much as we should do. However, the human body is not as perfect as we might think, and evolution has left us with a few design problems. For instance, many people will suffer from lower back pain. This can be traced back from our ancestors, who made the switch from walking on four legs to walking on two legs between three and four million years ago. So our backs are still not as well designed as we would like. The same goes for our heads. With our increasing brain size over the period of evolution, that led to smaller mouths, which means that many of us suffer pain from impacted wisdom teeth at the back of our mouths. If we were designing a new human from scratch, then these problems wouldn't happen. Yes, it is likely that evolution will also reduce these problems, but that may take another few million years to show itself. And that's it for the Teen Time Science Blog for another week. I'm Neil Chase, and I'll be back again next week with more from the science world. <laughs>